still I'm gonna be inside the action. I'm gonna blend in. Um, I'm not gonna be the creeper, you know, creeping from around the corner with like 200 to 600 mil lens <laughs> and just taking shots. Like if there's a group of, of, of guys laugh, laughing and, you know, having drinks, I'm gonna be standing in that group, you know, yeah. next to one person, next to second person, just doing this from inside. Um, so my whole approach in terms of my branding and all of that stuff helps me, helps me that. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding craves, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. This is a special episode brought to you by Photography Farm in anticipation of Thrive happening this March. Thrive is an all-star wedding photography workshop taught this year by six phenomenal mentors and we've teamed up with Farm to bring you six episodes so you get to know them a little bit better. In your next installment of Educational Deliciousness brought to you by Farm on the Perspective Podcast, we're bringing you back Magic Shuvalovsky. Yes, another Sony Europe ambassador is hitting your ears today uh, and obviously he is going to be a mentor at Thrive and he'll be teaching you about shooting magic geek hour with magic but before we get on to that greg you've had that brewed in the pot <laughs> for like half an hour is it cold what are we drinking no it's just perfectly drinking temperature now perfect we are drinking some wolf fox beans which oh. were recommended by kim williams on a recent episode that's right she boasted that this was one of the best coffees ever yeah, and it's Sen, Senor Mono Palandas Colombia. So got a nice wee, nice wee logo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're wondering why does Greg uh, butcher all the names, it's because I would butcher them even more. So I forced Greg to read out the coffee and names. We brewed up on the V60 because we've run out of Chemex papers. Yes. Also, we forgot to wash it after the last podcast episode. So it's kind of manky. Wash what? The the Chemex. All right. Well, we didn't use it anyway. <laughs> Perfect drinking temperature. Bloody cold. Bloody cold, Greg. Uh, <laughs> oh, magic. So, so, magic, sorry, what magic. are you drinking? Sorry, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Not over the M1 mag. Don't do it to me, Greg. <laughs> Hi, Magic. How are you doing? Hello, my friends. I'm very good. Thank you. I'm actually drinking a ginger with lemon. That's that's what we call shots right here. <laughs> uh, like whenever my kids are have like sore throat or like, you know, the kid stuff, basically kid stuff in winter. Uh, we do tons of these and I love it. It's it's fine. It just like always tingles. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So love is it. that literally just a raw raw ginger chopped up or is this like a, a tea, already so, prepared tea or yeah it's blended mm-hmm. with lemon and with sugar and water Ooh. noise yeah and i always do like a bunch of the ginger so it's like super strong yeah to the point that my kids doesn't want to drink <laughs> it anymore so they're like nah too strong if, if it doesn't uh, hurt to drink you're not doing it right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly uh. exactly 
I've spilt I've spilt coffee all over my desk. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh. Can't take me anywhere. I can't take me anywhere, Magic. Jeez, oh. Um, is it, uh, where, where are you joining us from this fine morning, sir? So I'm in Warsaw, Poland, which is my home base, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, where I always... This is my studio. So I have a studio that is sort of a... I mean, attic of the house that, that we're living in. So mm-hmm. I have like a separate personal living space, which is downstairs. And then I have to actually exit the, the main doors from my house, go up the stairs, okay. take a key, open my office. And here I am, personal work-life balance. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So it feels I- like you're leaving the home to go to the office. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I can hear them running around. My kids, I mean, if if they're like really loud, uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So like it's pretty convenient. I have my lights set up here. Mm-hmm. Like, are we recording the video? Like, who's gonna watch the video? So we. What's the, what's what's the thing? So the video is gonna be used for like social media clips, and also the full episode goes on onto our YouTube channel as well. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so if anyone yeah. wants to watch the podcast, they can watch it on YouTube. Mm. Watch yes, the podcast, yeah. and you can see our faces. Exactly, That's always yes. next next level connection. You see your exactly. epic jumper. Yes, <laughs> but uh, you think I'm wearing that? You know, this is especially for you and for all the listeners of oh, of the creative podcast. That's right. Well, we we appreciate that. We couldn't see what you were wearing last time, so thanks. Thanks for dressing up for the occasion. Um, Yeah, actually, you know, funnily enough, uh, I was speaking to Greg about our lighting situation. It's still not. It's still not good at the moment. We don't have a light on the front of us. It's just an overhead light. So on a on a very nice bright, which we're Glasgow day. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite bright on us, but the, for the past few episodes, it's been kind of dark. So um, yeah, I think we need to we need to get a big soft box right in front of us. But but you have that nice red LED strip, like kind of dividing the spaces. <laughs> That's your right. Space, Greg, to Keep to your side. Stay on your box, <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> Uh, oh man! I actually need some of these LEDs, like you know, to be a proper YouTuber. Now you have to have yeah. these LEDs in the background, aren't you? They, yeah, they they are quite popular, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so, but like, also, like when you were, uh, when you were introducing the Thrive, like let's let's just mention how good is that name? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Thrive. Simon. Like, can you say it with a, with a Scottish accent again, please? Thrive. 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 See, now <laughs> I'm saying it too much. It doesn't. Thrive. <laughs> Simon's been coming yeah. up with loads of cheesy lines like, don't just survive, <laughs> thrive. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I've just stole one of your lines for later on. You Sorry. did. It's fine. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't apologize. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you, I mean, like, did I mention the fact that you've been on the podcast before Magic? Did I mention that in the in the intro? I can't remember, but you have. I, I, I think you did. Okay. Yeah. Some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you said something like again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It feels okay. feels like we only recorded like just last month, but when we look back, right? it was mm. episode fifty seven, and yeah. that we're now on, we're now in the eighties. So it was quite a while ago. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time. That was like beginning of the pandemic. No, that was the middle of the pandemic. Now it's over pandemic. Like it's crazy yeah. how things change in the world. Yeah. Oh. What what have you been up to in life and business these last few months? 
So uh, like actually this year, so 2022, like I have all of my postponed weddings happening finally. So like last two years, I was mainly shooting local weddings here in Poland, yeah. but I used to shoot mainly destination weddings and, you know, international weddings. Mm -hmm. And all of these uh, had been postponed for more than one year. So all of these that I was supposed to shot in 2020 actually happened uh, this year. So I already came back from Puerto Rico and I shot my first one this year. Nice. I have a couple Italy uh, uh, ones in Italy, Ireland. I, I'll be in Scotland for a wedding too. Um, yeah, so, so it's going to be a tr like back to airport life, yeah. sort of. I think I, I'm still, you know, shooting fairly uh, safe, let's say, number of, of weddings. Like right now, I think I'm going to shoot between 15 and 20 this year mm -hmm. and that is my goal yeah, yeah. so not to be do more than 20. um yeah and then another focus i think we spoke about that in the previous podcast when i was starting up youtube and now it became my second kind of thing so weddings and youtube just like this is what i do now this is my life yeah yes yeah in fact well when we were talking to sam hurd because he obviously has a youtube channel as well but mm -hmm. I was I was asking if he had watched uh, watched some of your stuff, and I think he had checked out. But I don't. He doesn't use YouTube for any educational resources for anything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he puts content on YouTube, but he doesn't watch YouTube, which I find quite interesting. Which, which is interesting approach because, like, I like he also has a huge uh, Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he already has this 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 place when he educate people and people pay him for that uh which is amazing but yeah i i, I do watch i do uh, like know sam with have been yep. a few events probably in the past few years um and like also watching his 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 approach of, of doing stuff is really interesting uh yeah i really like what he does and like hoping that maybe he will do more stuff on youtube too yeah, yeah. but i think that, that that's that's a weird thing that to 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 do YouTube, you have to watch YouTube too. Yeah, I think so. Uh, mm. Sort of like with Instagram. If you want to grow on Instagram, you you have to be on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Definitely. engage with people, probably message them, comment others, mm -hmm. which is painful in many in many ways. <laughs> like <laughs> trying to you know get into the trends because you know the mm -hmm. algorithms gods will maybe you know shine their love upon you and help you grow or, or some of that stuff uh and then we have to you know uh, do something that everyone else is doing mm -hmm. in order to get noticed or you have to be really unique doing your own thing mm -hmm. to the level that will be interesting for people. It's a very hard to balance yeah. Yeah. these things out, I think. Yeah. But I wonder, I mean, so when I was speaking to Sam, I called him a YouTuber. But halfway through <laughs> calling him a YouTuber, I was thinking, I, I do watch his stuff. I don't think he's ever described himself as a YouTuber. No, like, like genuinely, I don't think he um, associates <laughs> with being a YouTuber, which I find so funny. And I, I'm assuming it's maybe because he doesn't he doesn't engage on the platform yeah. like that. Yeah, and maybe, uh, maybe I like I have similar thing that 
I don't call myself YouTuber until I make a living off of YouTube. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. what's in my head. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I play with YouTube. I make YouTube videos. Mm. I, I draw on YouTube. I watch YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm still mainly wedding photographer. Yep. Yeah. That's what I do. And then I create content on YouTube. And maybe, you know, in one, two, three years, uh, it, it's become even more and more and more substantial. Um, and I think like it's it's definitely possible that it's going to be more scalable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So at some point I can do just less weddings and more uh, or probably even the same amount of work I put in YouTube right now, but we'll have just more uh, profit out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it takes time and dedication, I think, like with everything yeah. these days. Yeah. If you want to be good at Instagram, you have to dedicate. If you want to be a TikToker, you have to invest your time and right. dedicate to this one thing. Yep. Um, you got to learn all those I, dance I, moves I, as well. You got to learn all those right. dance moves to be a TikTok star. All, all these. <laughs> this is my age. This is my camera. Oh, out of, these out of all the photos. ones, I hate that one the most. <laughs> like with that wee music and you point oh, up to the corner. Like, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah, this is my so many times oh. I've been tempted to to do it <laughs> just for you know in a fun way like it's like no so this is my camera this is my work and show some you know the worst images yeah and then I was like oh no maybe maybe that's, oh. are you are you on TikTok I'm like I I do have an account I did oh, you publish do? I think one intro of one of my YouTube videos and sort of see yeah. like to see how it's gonna perform or anything uh-huh. but then I was like nah I I do think that these days uh, like with all these social media as I've been doing a few few workshops with people people um, here locally uh, and people ask like hey like like what do what what should we do like should should we do TikTok should we do Instagram should we do SEO should we do well, not not SEO CEO that's a that's a CEO 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 SEO 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 yeah I was right the first yeah it's like I was right should we do this and that and I'm like my answer is always like that simple it's like it's a numbers game for me like you can do it all if you have time and you can dedicate yourself to because like at some point you're gonna have wedding from probably like weddings like for wedding photographer if you're doing all these stuff you're gonna get bookings from all this stuff like uh, if you dedicate to one stuff you're gonna get bookings most likely from one stuff Mm -hmm. and and there's no right or wrongs that you should do this and shouldn't do that of course like like if there's certain people that are on tiktok if you want to read those people you probably need to get on TikTok, right? So younger generations, probably like three generations, uh, uh, like you know, behind us. Yeah. We're not that old, are we? Oh, we are, are we? <laughs> Shit. I, I do think like we. St- <laughs> I, I think like we still believe that like that Instagram should be for photos, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like in, in a year or two, who will remember that? It's like Instagram photos. What no. do you mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So I do, I do think that it's a numbers game, but the, the problem is that we are old, like I'm old. I'm, I'm guessing you're equally old as I am, yeah. maybe a little younger. <laughs> um, so they're like, I used to do all these things that I could, right? I used to write blogs. I used to send my photo submissions to, to wedding blogs. Mm-hmm. I, I used to take, you know, my part in contests, doing all that Instagram every day, Snapchat stories, Instagram yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. I used to do it all. And 
like it it helped me grow my business to the point that that the ball is still rolling. It's it's now so it's smaller and smaller because I'm 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 not dedicating myself to these things anymore. Mm-hmm. So so it's just shrinking because now mostly I'd say that that word of mouth and and my dedication to my clients pays off. Yep. But then probably those three generations behind us are some young people that will do it all. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They have all the education there is on YouTube, on the, these podcasts, like everywhere. There's so much free education. They're going to do blogs. They're going to do Instagrams. And, and they're going to do TikToks that we're not doing. Probably most of us are not. And and so on and so on. So, yeah. yeah. Like, you, what, you can, can, what can you do? Like, you can do it all. But <laughs> you, if you don't feel like you've got enough time to put in the effort to all of them, then you just have to choose what ones matter to you exactly. and give them your full and, attention. Yep. Yeah. And which ones are, you know, kind of unpair with, with your brand as well or your personality maybe even more. Mm. Because like, like some people were born to do TikToks and to, you know, be in front of camera and to play around and other people are better in writing blogs <laughs> or in that, you know, mysterious coding their websites so they're on the first page of Google. Yeah. Um, and while other people are better in curating their work so it looks as a yeah, beautiful gallery on Instagram and so on and so on. So, of course, there's, you know, we're, we're good at some things, uh, maybe less uh, less good than others. But, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to choose. But <laughs> I, I do always think uh, like with the social media and all these tools that you can do to grow your business, like it's a numbers game. Like yeah. mm-hmm. if you, if you want to, if you have power, just do it all. You just making your chances <laughs> bigger to succeed. Uh, if mm. you don't just focus on, on, on a few that you are good at. Yeah. Yeah. Coming, oh. coming back to the YouTube, where, what's your channel name? Where can people find your channel? Yeah. So, like, you can find me everywhere as Magic Wedding Photographer. Three words, magicweddingphotographer.com. That's my website, Magic Wedding Photographer on Instagram and Magic Wedding Photographer on YouTube. So my focus on YouTube is basically talking uh, to fellow Sony photographers about weddings, you know, about using this gear for weddings. Um, Since I have an access to basically everything Sony has, uh, I can just make comparisons. I can I can make behind the scenes how I shoot in certain lenses and certain cameras, how I set up mm-hmm. things. And I think that was kind of lacking in the YouTube world because like every one, every time, every now and then there was like a new lens or new camera coming, and I was the first one checking out YouTube reviews, being like, okay, what this lens can do. And then I suited these reviewers taking photos of of you know ladybirds in the in their garden or something that is completely irrelevant mm-hmm. to me as a wedding photographer and i was like like how can i tell if this 50 millimeters f12 is even good for me mm-hmm. as they don't show it you know showing the work that i would do or other wedding photographers would do so that's my goal in the channel yeah yeah so if, if something like that comes up so i can show like a for weddings this is how it works or this is how it doesn't work because mm-hmm. I don't think it's for weddings. And yeah, yeah. I think it's working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I mean, people need this. Yeah. I, I, I'd really appreciate that. The fact that you are comparing and reviewing gear with that wedding mindset yeah. always like on the side. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's, I think it's very handy. That's the, 
I, yeah, that's like some people told me like, no, you should be more, uh, you, you should be talking about all types of photography so you can reach wider, uh, you know, audience. Yeah. But, but my answer is like, I'm not good at, at anything other than weddings, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really good at weddings. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I, I feel comfortable shooting weddings, shooting wedding portraits. Uh, but but yeah, if you give me a lens for sports, like I'm like, like, like I've never shot as a single, you know, sport <laughs> event yeah. or anything like this. So yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, ca camera rev reviews are, are cool and I do indulge in all the tech talk. talk the tech talk. But tech talk. When I'm tech like, talk, <laughs> but when I'm like, I'm looking at this camera and they're going like, oh yeah, it can track a, track a sports car. I'm like, that's great. That's great. But, you know, I just care about the bright coming down the aisle. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think when we were last speaking, you, you had your YouTube channel up and running, but you were talking about goal setting. Are, are you are you still yeah. are you still hitting your goals? Are you are you succeeding in your YouTube career? It's it's working and it's going even beyond what I was expecting. To be honest, Who, who's that in the background? <laughs> who's that in the background? That's my son. <laughs> He's pro he probably wants to play some games or something. He wants to play with your Lego PlayStation. <laughs> it's like, or you can build your Legos. Like he was actually building. Like, Let's show it to the viewers. Uh, so these are some Lego guys nice. here, oh, yeah. and, and and this is we're this is our building table. So we're we're actually building right now some of this stuff. Ooh. So yeah, there's plenty of Legos. Yeah, yeah. Legos and Sony cameras. That's that's what's <laughs> in my desk. To be honest, it's a good mix. It's the best things in life. To be it's, honest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I think my goal. I, I don't think I. Uh, I did talk any numbers back then, but my goal for the last year was to get 5,000 subscribers and yeah. I'm almost at 10 right now, 10,000. Yes. Um, so I, I think I had seven or eight at the end of the year. So, so that was beyond my goal point. Yeah. But like now my goals is more about like I learned after one year of doing this that subscribers, that's cool. That's a number. It shows that you grow and people are, you know, attracted to your content. So subscribe if you haven't already. Um, but for uh, like the views are what I'm looking at right now. I have like now I have goal views. So I have roughly between 1,000 and 2,000 views a day. Mm -hmm. And I want to double it uh, this yeah. year. So get to Thanks. three, four K views per day. So, you know, build that library of videos that people will just watch because like like these are stuff that are are watchable like kind of sort of uh how do you say that the content evergreen content thing? yeah yeah uh -huh. like like 50 millimeters like the, this one or 50 millimeters this one so these lens will be available for the next few years so and people will be shopping for either one of those new yeah. photographers like there's so many questions uh, it's funny because we always say that gear kind of you know it doesn't matter that much but then like most of questions wherever i go people ask about gear you know yeah. also i'm a gear person so i guess that's why people ask me about gear but like hey should i get this lens and should i get that lens uh, yeah. or should i get this camera 
where should I get this camera? Mm -hmm. And the problem is it's always, you know, this one is good for this, but this one is good for this. And then this one is the best one, but you have to pay three times. So <laughs> usually the answer is the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for most of the time. Yeah. If you have money, go for the <laughs> most expensive one. As, as, especially these days with technology, I think not only Sony, all, all of the other cameras, like it's beyond whatever we could imagine a few yeah, years I know, ago. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, crazy. it's crazy like all of these new prime lenses all of these cameras can just do so many crazy things the, the, the lenses are just so short like i cannot be like every new lens that sony gives me for tests being like hey this is a new lens it's coming up in two weeks and it's gonna um, um uh, be a new version of this lens mm -hmm. and this is the old version so you can compare and you and you compare these lenses and the old one looks like you would put the soap on it you know the new one is just so clear in terms of image from corner to corner it's like yeah. like how is that possible mm -hmm. like how like how people didn't see that it was like the other one wasn't that sharp and then at the end of the day you find out that it was sharp but just <laughs> when you finally see something sharper you're like the old one becomes uh, you know mm. blurry or whatever yeah. word is good for it so the technology is, is crazy these days uh but i love it yeah. it's fine um it's fun trying all these new things and like right now i'm sh like this i'm recording with the 35 meters f14 which mm. like i just love this background blue. Yeah. it's so nice yeah yeah i'm <laughs> the same this. We were, in fact we were just shooting an elopement there and i kept on so the photographers <clears throat> in fact you know what um I'll, I'll give a wee shout out to Ollie and Steph here because we, we went up to Sky. We just came back yesterday. We're actually <laughs> super tired. Nice. Uh, but we, <laughs> we, we, we went over to Sky uh, to shoot an elopement. Uh, it was a two-day kind of affair. Um, we had the kind of ceremony on the first day and then, the, the, and then all the adventuring that you would do for a, a normal a, a normal elopement shoot. And the second day, we went up the Old Manor store, which is... Nice. Um, it was like a three and a half hour yeah. kind of hike up and down, and it was windy as fuck. It's a crazy there, hike. Did you go all the way up? Yeah. yeah. Yep, all the way up. Yeah. And it was, oh, it was so uh, windy. Like the one. <sighs> Sorry, may I interrupt? Yeah, like, go for keep it. Keep that. Like, just all the Star. I went there with one of my couples that I'm going to be shooting wedding this year. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we had, uh, we had engagement session. Yep. And that was uh, like the mid June. Mm -hmm. So, one of the longest days. Of the year, I think it was the longest. It was the twenty right. second or twenty third, okay. um, and it was zero clouds, yeah. so sun was shining until eleven p.m. Yeah, um, we went to a place called Fairy Something. The fairy, first. Either fairy Glen, so, Fairy Glen, or Fairy Pools. Fairy Pools, Pools, Pools. pools. Because people were, yeah, jumping to, into water. Right. So oh, yeah. we are there, and then we go to the old man store and hike up. And I remember because that day, like my Apple Watch told me, I broke all the possible records <laughs> of yes. movement, exercise, yeah. and everything. And my couple, uh, we we had also their friend was driving us around. He he got sunburned. And he was that it, it was first time since he lives in Scotland. He got sunburned to that point. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it's a crazy hike up there. I I, I was barely alive. I and yeah. I think it was still, you know, really late in the end. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yo, finish your no, story. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, we actually had another it was 
very sunny. Um, yeah. It was, uh, but it was glorious. Yesterday, really nice. windy. But it, really windy. Like, it was so windy at the top. Oh, yeah. Like, I almost got blown over. Like, it was so point. windy. Yeah. Um, in fact, any, uh, I checked the footage from last night, and all you can hear from the mic is. <laughs> like, it's just like. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm this. I point the camera at Greg at one point. I'm just like, you okay? <laughs> and like, he's like, he's like a foot away from the lens, and I still can't hear him. Like, it's, it was so aggressive. Um, and, but yes, um, I'll, but yeah, a shout out to Ollie and Steph, who are the photographers. We know, um, we know that Ollie's a listener of the podcast. He's, Ollie, a, he's a big fan. So Ollie, hi, hi, Ollie. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was it was a, a lovely shoot. Um, but yeah, it was. I'm, I'm quite tired. So we did the old man and then I had to drive was it, four and a half hours back to Glasgow yeah. <laughs> straight after. So, yeah. and, and uh, I wanted to get back to my family as quick as possible. So, I, you know, it was like no Just stops, no stops at all. Um, so I got out of the car and I was like, Ugh, bones are like cracking. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> bloody awful. But it was. I feel um, you. I yeah. feel you, my friend. So um, it was good fun. It was a good, it was a good adventure. But, um, yeah, I, I, I was I was shooting and I kept on looking over at Ollie and Steph's camera. So they're shooting on a they're shooting on a series of uh, R sixes, I think. Yep. And um, yeah, I shoot on a twenty four seventy two point eight, and uh, just looking over and seeing that bokeh of the one point four, I'm like, yeah. oh, I love that creamy background. Just wanted to like rub it on my face. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> And obviously, I'm a, I'm a cam boy. I'm, I'm, I'm a Canon fanboy, rather. Um, so, although I enjoy shooting with the Panasonic, I, I, I'm a Canon fanboy at heart. So, and I know, it, like we said, kit doesn't matter, but it kinda, it's fun to talk about. I enjoy talking about kit. Um, as Greg knows, because every episode I pester him for an R3. Can I get an R3 yet? No. God damn it. Yeah, and then you get this, this 28 to 17 f2 zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And then your 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 back hurts. Too. <laughs> well, I mean, that's shit heavy. but I mean, in general. But, but then you have a zoom that has a image of a prime lens. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Always so, yeah. you have to weigh your options. It costs yeah. a lot of money. Super heavy, but then it gives you this super nice image. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's that's nice. that is what I'm pestering Greg for at the moment. Uh, that combo, the R three <laughs> with the twenty eight. Um, but yeah, I will continue to hassle you until you break. And I will break you, boy. Um, at some point. At some point. <laughs> at some point. Uh, yes. Um, I, by the way, I added you on TikTok just there. So it, yeah, if you want to if you want to <laughs> add Magic on TikTok, it is Magic Wedding <laughs> Photographer. <laughs> so yeah, go, Adam. Go, Adam. Yeah. If, if there's 1,000 people after this podcast, I will, I will do dancing. And I will do the, <laughs> this is my age. This is my camera. This is what I shoot. <laughs> oh, I thoroughly look forward to that video when it, when it, when it comes out. Uh, I, you know, when, when I talk, so we're on TikTok and... We had like this one, this one viral video. Wait, that wait, went wait. Out. So did you do? This is my age. This is my camera. No, no, no. God, no. It's all been <laughs> wedding footage that we've used. It's not been us to yeah. camera dancing or anything. Oh, yeah. no faces. Nah. No faces. I'm, I'm gonna release something with my face on it, and it's yeah. gonna be just shot uh, on my phone. It's not gonna be professional in any way. I just want to see what happens to the engagement. But whenever I show someone, or whenever we talk about TikTok. They're always like, oh, but how has that affected your bookings? Have you noticed any noticeable change? And I suppose it's 
it's a good question to ask. So, having your YouTube channel, have you noticed any increase in your bookings or because obviously even your the, different clients, the audience isn't potential clients, but yeah, it's other photographers. So. Are, Wedding yeah. photographers, exactly. Yes. So that's that's like I first of all, so I noticed a a grow on Instagram. Okay. First time in years. First time since I hustled. <laughs> yeah. So it used to be very st- steady. You know, I I grow to the point of like fifteen or fourteen. I I think thirteen k was like the point mm-hmm. that I grew up, uh, and then I just stopped hustling and just became normal dude, like posting one once in a while um and so it like i think it stayed for like this for two years until i started youtube and started you know like kind of growing that youtube audience uh and so i'm growing on you on instagram thanks to youtube i did book my first wedding actually from youtube yeah okay which is interesting Uh photographer that is not a wedding photographer is he's a landscape photographer, but he's watching my content, enjoying mm-hmm. it. He's like, like, why not? Let's book this dude. He's fun. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Marco if he's possibly listening to this. <laughs> hey, um, hey, Marco. So my first YouTube client. Thank <laughs> um, But I did, I, I did have a few DMs from people from YouTube being mm-hmm. like, hey... I want you to shoot my wedding. I don't have a fiance yet. I want you to shoot my <laughs> wedding. So that's a, so that's you know, uh, direction. I think that's yeah, a good direction. Yeah. It's still like it 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 is a baby channel. Yeah. You no, know, like at this point, it's still a baby channel. It's mm-hmm. like I'm I'm getting close to 10k subs. So 1,000, 2,000 views a day. Like it, it's it's a, it's a really good number for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited yeah. about this number. But in a YouTube world, this is like super tiny like i'm not even a fish in a tank i'm just like yeah. freaking dust in the wind man <laughs> um, so I, I, yeah yeah i get so it I, I think when i become a shark <laughs> then there will be plenty uh of i can imagine that it will drive a wedding business as well so it's it's mm-hmm. gonna add to another point of possibly crossover with possible clients so yeah. yeah more in that numbers game yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh i mean I, you know when i when i asked the question i was thinking about uh not not just direct influence on your bookings do you so if you we were to do the podcast yeah, and too. and a photographer was to hear this and they'd be like oh they sound like i, I would work well together i'm going to send some of my inquiries yeah. to them for videography, then I would consider mm-hmm. that an effect on my yeah. bookings. It's like another weird sense of word of mouth or yeah, yeah networking yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. I think it like, uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I had like referral coming through uh, from YouTube, but mm-hmm. definitely that's, I think that's might happen in, in the uh, near future, but mm-hmm. I, it, all, it definitely adds a creditability. Is that the word? Did yeah. I say it correctly? Mm-hmm. Creditability. Credit. Cre- credibility. Yeah, yeah. Credibility. Credibility. Too, too much T's in the middle. Credibility. <laughs> uh, credibility. Then um, to so my clients that book me, it's like, oh, he's a YouTube. He's great. 
does yep. yeah. the lens reviews people watch him and like it started with like being a Sony ambassador I was like oh Sony ambassador like it means something yeah mm-hmm. um, so you, you know you could I, I always add that as well my pricing brochure to just boost that that, that feeling of because like all of that just um, yeah gives like, the proof that I'm not a random person yeah you know what I mean just a photographer or like additional point of trust for for possible couples uh yeah yeah and i think like these like it's all about that trust and seeing that your photographer slash videographer can provide whatever you want from them uh meaning um i also teach that workshops here that like if people expect certain people to book them like how do you guarantee those certain people that this is what you do um so for example here in poland let's say we have all these traditional weddings traditional weddings it's a church and then a Mm -hmm. hotel ballroom sort of very traditional so if your website is full of these if your instagram is full of these but then you're aiming to book a, a more uh you know let's say fun and laid back clients that are doing lake weddings or mountaintop weddings or maybe mm-hmm. even destination weddings in Italy. Yep. And let's say this destination client, the, the Polish couple is doing a wedding in Italy and you get referred f- from maybe your friend or other photographer and they go to your website, you ask you and, and you have nothing to show them that you are actually able to do it. Um, it's, it's hard, you know, because like I kind of, see that there's like many newcomers you know trying to get to a certain type of clients but then like how to get to certain cl- type of clients if you don't have a certain type of client yeah. i think like these days this is where the all these workshop style shoots come to help you with that um it's still not gonna help you entirely be 100 you know trustworthy mm-hmm. let's say because it's still a style shoot but if yeah. you are, you know, going that direction, maybe second shooting that types of weddings, you know, tr- tr- you know, trying to work yourself into that territory, that definitely adds, you know, a credibility uh, to whatever you do. So, so in my point, like what I show on my Instagram, what I show with my website or on YouTube, like are that I can do a wedding everywhere in the world. That's 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 my message to my clients. So yeah. uh, so any type of client can book me um and speaking of that guy from youtube let's say like it was like this is a guy from germany i had never shot a wedding in germany before it was like like why not like he does these things this is what he does you know mountaintop weddings let's say because that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. the idea for this wedding like mountain stuff um so yeah so that's that's always been my goal to try to you know, expand my, my horizons by first doing a shoots when I was traveling. So when I started uh, doing all these destination weddings, whenever I would travel, I would find couples mm-hmm. being like shooting a, let's say I'm shooting one couple. I would ask them, do you have friends? Do, you have, do your friends have friends? Yeah. Um, I remember that one of the first times that was like the very beginnings of my, let's say destination uh, career was I went for a wedding in Portugal. So, it was, so that was, I think, my third or fourth 
um, Destination Wedding, and I went to Chet Faker concert. You know Chet Faker now. Like, uh-huh, his yeah. name is different now. Nick something. He, he changed his branding. But yeah, I went for a concert, uh, and I bought a last one of the last tickets. So there was not many to choose from, and I was on the balcony, and I was there alone. I'm, I'm sitting on the balcony listening, and then some couple comes in, Portuguese couple, and then they wrote something like. Hello, obrigado, very some Portuguese stuff. And I was like, sorry, I don't speak Portuguese. And they're like, oh, that's cool. So who are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm a photographer. Want, do you want photos? And they're like, we do. <laughs> and they, you know, they booked me for a shoot like two days later. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what, like, what I was trying to use every single day that I would be traveling somewhere to be like, hey, maybe I can come back with wedding photos or like yeah. photos, couple photos or like, mm-hmm. you know, something that I can just flood my Instagram with, flood my website with yeah. to show people, hey, this is what I do. And that's, yeah, that's how kind of it started. Yeah. That's so cool, by the way. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, you know what? I actually want to give a shout out. So when we're up in, I think I, I caught the news when we were up in Sky, uh, but a big shout out to Lisa Devlin because she was just um, given the accolade of a Hasselblad heroine. And I think that's fucking oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So well that done, Lisa. Cool. That is well deserved fucking, as well. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Well fucking, well fucking done. Good <laughs> job. Um, anyway, on that note. Oh, and by the way, if, if you don't. Lisa Devlin. We're doing Thrive, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, so, thrive, yeah. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, "Who is Lisa Devlin?" <laughs> like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you'd be in that situation. But she's the organizer and the creator of Photography Farm and the organizer of Thrive. So, get your tickets. Uh, say it with more Scottish accent, please. Once again, Thrive. <laughs> 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 Even my fake Scottish accent is shit. terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, but yes, get your tickets to Thrive. See that Hasselblad heroine in action, people. Um, yeah, Thrive 2022 happening this March. Get your tickets this, now. This month. This, 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 this month. In March. This, yeah. this month. Oh my God. Yeah. It's in two weeks. Actually. It's in yeah. two it's in weeks. Two weeks. I haven't even edited all the podcasts yet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, and yes, if you like what you're hearing, you, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by CityMate. You can sign up for as little as a pound and support the podcast. And for the price of a coffee every month, you can get access to our Q&As. But not for all these photography farm episodes. For these photography farm episodes, we are giving you every little second of our conversation. Um, not, I mean, not the madness that is the pre and post <laughs> uh, hitting that button to record because that's we're crazy when we're off when we're off recording. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, Greg, I, I, I want to push the button. Which button is it? The yellow one, top right, orange, top right. <laughs> yeah. Magic, obviously, you've been on the podcast before. We have mentioned that a few times now. But let's not assume that everyone has listened to your episode because some people are crazy. And if they haven't, they should absolutely go back and listen to your episode because it's bloody great. But who are you and what do you do? Uh, Should I not say that I'm a YouTuber? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my, 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 uh, it goes like that. My name is Magic. I'm a wedding photographer, Sony Europe ambassador, father of four children. That's, that's my intro. <laughs> Uh, I said children, really weird. Sad say the father of four children. Four children. And for the purpose of this podcast, you're also a YouTuber. <laughs> and yes, and I'm also a YouTuber. Baby YouTuber for now. Yeah. So Should I expand? No, I think that was you, perfect. If you want to go deeper, you can go deeper. <laughs> Who are you on the so inside, man? Our age of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's your star sign? <laughs> but earlier on, you mentioned that going forward, you're aiming for sort of 15 to 20 weddings this year, I think you said. But also yeah. you touched on that during the pandemic, you were shooting more local weddings, which is different for you. True. How, yeah. how did you find that transition and having to quickly change and attract some local bookings? Uh, actually, that, that, that was fairly like let's say i i was uh this this discussing in my head should i because like for years my website my instagram like all of my social media attention was um to engage english-speaking clients okay so not my local clients that speak polish but english-speaking clients Mm -hmm. So it is impossible actually to find me searching for a Polish photographer. Yeah. Um, okay. So the only way for me booking those Polish weddings, I, I still shot like five to seven Polish weddings a year, mostly because of people who know me and, you know, people who I shot for like years ago and so on. So I actually had, like, I thought in my head, maybe I should just dump all of this English stuff and just transition to Polish stuff. You know, speak Polish, like change my website. But then I was like, nah, I I, I want to still keep shooting those international ones. Like I I, I could have less of them and just travel. So I I mainly focused on the way, thanks to uh, having to do a lot of stuff locally here with Sony, I was able to do a couple style shoots for, for the purpose of testing some cameras and so on. Cool. So that kind of what, like was unexpected and unplanned boost of my persona, let's say, on the local market because I've done these with Polish wedding planners that I've never right. worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually work, if, if I'm getting booked by local couples, I'm getting booked directly for like, a, you know, people who know me or people who know people who know me. Yeah. So that was like my first kind of doing stuff, doing like a style shoots. I was, I was even, I, I remember I was even worried before the first one. I was like, I've never done a style shoot, but I need to test these cameras. And I need to like, Sony asked me to provide photos from weddings that I, I, I even contract with Sony. And every year I have to provide some number of photos that they can use. But in order to do that, like there have to be a contract between Sony and the couple as well. So right. they agree, uh, you know, to, to be used in the promotional materials. Mm-hmm. And there's no way any of my wedding couples would be like, yeah, so what? Uh, we pay you to do the service and then we get to sign a contract to sell our faces to Sony <laughs> or something like that. There's like no way that this is going to happen. Uh, uh, so after being three years of Sony ambassador, Sony was like, yeah, 
oh, actually, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. So they asked me like, okay, so can you do a, a shoot and something like that so you can provide photos? So that was like my first occasion to actually do a style shoot. So I did, so my, my way of doing things is like, I, I go all in. So I was like, um, booked one of the most popular wedding planners here. And I was like, no limits. Like it has to be amazing. It has to be epic. The best venue, the best flowers, like everything has to be really good looking. Um, so I done mm -hmm. I done the first one. I've done the first one, and then we've done couple couple of more, um, doing some workshops as well, mm -hmm. and 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 that was a huge boost. So that's why I also think that this is like style shoots. They they work. At yeah. least they get the attention around uh, your work because then on my website, that like if someone uh, gets attracted by one of my photos that I've shot on a style shoot. Of course, it is control scenario. Yeah, we know that as photographers, we know that as videographers. Couple, they don't know that. So then, my intention is that if they go to my website, there's my there's no style shoots on my website. There's actual wedding work. Yeah. So again, to build that trust, being like this is not just like the couple of random portraits in a beautiful scenario and like the most beautiful flowers. Mm -hmm. These are like this is the bait. Let's say you know style shoot photos. Yeah. Talking the numbers game, if mm -hmm. we're fishing, this is the bait. Uh, if you're fishing one hour a day, how many fishes can you have? Then if you fish for 10 hours a day, well, numbers game. So uh, f f I usually have this uh, like comparison that f fishing is actually doing stuff on social media. So if mm -hmm. you're doing stuff on Instagram, you just put a bait, the photo, or these days video or reel, yeah. mm -hmm. and you go fishing. Um, and yeah, and that's, that, that's kind of boosted the point that it was kind of unexpected even to me, uh, getting so many inquiries for Polish weddings. I was like, like, how is this happening? Like, is this really happening? Like, that's so weird. Um, so, so yeah, so that, that that's how it worked. And I think mm -hmm. this year is like 50, 50, um, usually it was 70 to 30, like the, yeah. those destination weddings versus Polish weddings. Now yeah. it's like kind of 50, 50, but I also due to the fact that I do show a lot of international work, I have this additional credibility, credibility <laughs> okay. of, um, of, of, of YouTube, of being a Sony ambassador. I can also like raise my prices, like being like. The, because the, the other question many photographers would ask, I don't know if this is a conversation in, in sort of your environment, but it's like, hey, are my photos worth this amount of money? Should mm -hmm. I raise my prices or should I maybe lower my prices? Am I worth it? And like, it's, it's really hard to call. Like for me, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what type of photos you make. Like photos are like worth, like being a good photographer, it's not, it's sadly, it's not represented then later on by value in terms yeah. of price. The yeah. price is just the answer for how many inquiries and bookings you can get. If you are hustling like crazy and you have a shit portfolio and you are maybe not super artistic photographer, but just like very regular photographer, but you're hustling uh, your way to getting hundreds of inquiries a year, you can probably easily uh, raise your prices up because Mm -hmm. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't have that many numbers. I do, like, my value is represented by m myself as, like, hey, like, couple 
Polish couple would come to me, they'd see my website, they'd be like, hey, we've been to Los Angeles for a wedding, we've been to Australia or whatever, we've been around the world. That's the reason I can just ask for more being like, okay, this like, I'm something else than and the photographers around me. I represent yeah. a different type of, of value and photos, maybe the same, but ebook magic also. Like, yeah. That this is a big part of the whole thing that you get, you get that person who like the actual me, not my teammates, not someone from, you know, associate photographer, you get magic and magic is worth that because if he's not shooting your wedding, he might be shooting a wedding in Vancouver, Canada or some somewhere else yeah. um, in the world. So that, so I was also being able to, um, to raise my prices in Poland, especially getting more, more, more inquiries. I was like, okay, why not? just yeah also inflation and all that stuff this is uh, crazy yeah. right the world know. is crazy so yeah, everyone it's... listening to the podcast right now just make go go up 500 whatever uh currency you're in hopefully not the <laughs> russian rubbles yeah i wonder i wonder if that would work if we all just agreed okay today we're gonna raise our price by 500 pounds or 500 where raise let's just all do that let's see what happens See what happens. Yeah, yeah we, we, so we did that. We did that in Poland with Mark. Uh, oh, yeah. Pakura, Patsura. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mark. Uh, Mark. We used to do a big conference called Boring Workshop. So yeah. it was a wedding photography conference yeah. for around 100, 150 people. And we had a group of 3,000 people in Facebook group. And we were providing a lot of value in that group. We we're like mm-hmm. teaching them like this, is how you do pricing, this is how you do this, this is how you do that, this is how you shoot. So like we were like lying tons of education knowledge. So in our eyes, like everyone else became more valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Like from just being in that group and from, from coming to workshops mm-hmm. um, and also like everyone being uh, engaged to the group and like actively learning like it says something about the person. Like yeah, if you want to actively, like for all those people who are listening right now, like like this is something that you're actually listening to to learn, to grow, to be a better at whatever you're doing. Uh, like this alone makes you more valuable, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if there's more action coming with that, so uh, so we, we, sorry, rewind. In that group, we ask people, raise your prices by 500. Like everyone raise your prices by 500. And majority of the people did. And you know what was the answer? People are still, are still booking. Yeah. 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 People are still booking. It's yeah. meaning we're making more money. That's nice. Like <laughs> it, you, you never know how much money your clients have or want to spend. Um, so if you are afraid, you can just do like of, of raising your prices, you can just shuffle things around in your price list. Uh, maybe yep. that base price of yours that is right now for a full day, maybe make it for eight hours mm-hmm. and then for the full day rise for 500. So you still give opportunity to people, hey, if you don't have that much money, maybe yep. they'll go for eight hours. Uh, but always, uh, that's, that's my tip for everyone, mm-hmm. always make sure that your highest package in your price list is like has everything you can think of and it's like like some crazy amount of money um because yeah hey (laughs) 
Again, <laughs> you never know. Maybe just a person being like, I yeah. have money to spend. Like, give them option to you. So what I do is like, I give them option for priority edit, for example. Like, yeah. edit yeah. with like a week or something for additional few hundred. Then there's option for one second shooter. Then there's option for albums. And there's like, so that the highest one like has has everything in it. And it's like probably three or four times more expensive than the base one. And the regular one that most of people would book. Uh, but hey, I booked the, the, the top one a few times. Mm-hmm. That yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we had that exact sort of situation with the Express Turnaround earlier this year, mm-hmm. where we're quoting this couple with their package. They were booking quite a lot of extras. They made another call with them, and they, they sort of said, oh, we might go for the Express Turnaround, but we're not sure. And then they thought, oh, well, how much is it? I'm like, well, a £1,000. They turned to each other and went, that's like £10 at this point. So, yeah, just go for it. And we were like, Exactly. What? Exactly. What? Yeah. So you never so, yeah. know like yeah. how much they're and, willing to spend. And did they all did they also buy the raw footage? Not yet. No, but not yet. They've but, said they're going to. But they will. Yeah. They will. But they will. And that's, yeah, that's another and that's another thousand pounds, by the way. J- yeah, just so you yeah, get yeah. a sense of the numbers here. So big yeah. wedding For, plus that extra. I mean, that's almost like a like an extra allotment booking alone. Just Exactly. For, you exactly. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly, I, and then there's another another way of doing things. You can try to sell add-ons like prior mm-hmm. to the wedding, like a month yep. before. Because like at the at the time that couple books you, uh, this is the time they're most committed to a budget, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They are very strict. There's like two hundred this way, two hundred that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be super strict, but then a month before. Or, or uh, two weeks before, if you'd be like, hey, there's another option, of more two hours. Maybe if I'll be like two hours more because you just booked 10 hour, yeah. uh, it would make more sense. Or maybe on an album or some, like stuff like that. They mm-hmm. sell more just before the wedding because yeah. they're like, they already spend most of the money. It's been probably a year since they booked you and since they, you know, were doing this shuffling of the budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the same happens afterwards, actually. Yeah. yeah. They probably yeah. have even more money. I don't know how. Is it to, in the UK, but in Poland, people get money from the guests. Yeah, the wedding, right? they get money yeah. in the yeah. envelopes. They have tons of envelopes after the wedding. So that's also <laughs> yeah. a way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of. Oh, speaking of, yeah. S- speaking of price lists, mm-hmm. uh, I do encourage everyone to do a mobile friendly version of the price list. I actually, like, I used to do a PDFs. Yep. What do you guys do? So we used to do PDFs as well, but we've started using Octoa, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Remy from Maru's software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we use that and that sends out a link with a interactive with a sort of price list that you can check boxes on. Yes. So uh, yeah, I was doing a few workshops also, like I think last month, last month, last, last two weeks, two weeks ago, I was doing a workshop with like a bunch of photographers and I was like, hey, who does have a PDF? And they're like, 70% had a PDF and then 30% had nothing and like email. Um, this happens as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was pain in the ass when I like looked at it in the, on the mobile and then mm-hmm. looking at how many people are watching our stuff on mobile and how many of these I needed to send via Instagram and then sending a message with a link to PDF mm-hmm. on Instagram. No. Yeah. So I actually did what, what I did. Actually, I have this subscription for Adobe Full Suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Full Suit of Adobe has this thing called, it used to be called Spark, 
but they rebranded it like month ago or something to express all right and it's basically a, like a creator of con- con- content content mm-hmm. creation tool let's say yeah yeah so it can do like instagram stories templates and all that stuff but it also does let you to do like a very simple website that is super convenient on your on your mobile uh, so I started doing this and then I used a tool called Rebrandly to rebrand those links. So these links have my um, stuff on it. So my domain and all, all the stuff. Wait, let me just quickly show you for those who are watching. And and I kind of see that it, like it, um, how to say, it? Um, it makes me look different versus other photographers like right. it, it looks yeah. so professional so when you look my price list is called uh, enter the dragon yeah uh nice. then it has all of my wait yeah it has, has all my branding colors all the colors photos slideshows so i can mm-hmm. put anything uh here uh there is this you see wait wait uh-huh. selling ambassador video nice anyway. um and then price uh, mm-hmm. price, price collections, so nice, so easy. And I find that people kind of uh, are booking more after I did this. Yeah. So that's like, nice. if you if you think that your rate of booking is not good enough, consider maybe refreshing the visuals yeah. of yeah. your pricing brochures. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my yeah. tip for everyone. Uh, I, you know what? That, let's let's talk about your style of photography. I can't remember <laughs> exactly if we covered this on the last podcast, but again, for those of you who didn't listen, Magic, talk to us about your style of photography. Yeah, like that's a good uh, that's a good point because like this is also th- it's going to be the topic of my talk. Thrive, thrive, thrive. Is it, is it, Wait, Greg. Thrive. Yeah, I, I prefer Greg's pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, so uh, it's called Geek Hour Magic, Shooting Magic. Um, and basically what, what I'm going to be covering and it's my approach to clients because that's very important in the way of how I shoot. Mm-hmm. It has to start somewhere. So it starts with, with my approach, my approach that I call Enter the Dragon, uh, as you could also see on the price. It's, I'm not, not going to spoil it now. You have to yeah. come for a talk to, to hear the whole approach. But then basically it, it ends up uh, me being able to shoot really close to my couples. Yeah. And that's how I really like shoot. I like to shoot from inside the action. Yeah. I'm not that... Uh, I'm I'm still hands off. I'm very hands yeah. off. I'm not gonna be you know directing or doing a lot of this stuff um, during a wedding day, but uh, but still I'm gonna be inside the action. I'm gonna blend in. Um, I'm not gonna be the creeper, you know, creeping from around the corner with like 200 to 600 mil lens <laughs> and just taking shots. Like if there's a group of of, of guys laugh, laughing and you know having drinks, I'm gonna be standing in that group, you know, yeah. next to one person, next to second person, just doing this from inside. Um, so my whole approach in terms of my branding and all of that stuff helps me helps me that. And then that's also. Um, followed by a lens cho- choice of, of mine. So 35 and a 50, so a very mm-hmm. close focal lens yep. that I use mostly then a 24 as a third one. Uh, so three very short lenses, it's very short lens. 85, I 
I I barely use it. Yeah, I was actually gonna. It's the was, longest I have, but barely use it. Yeah, I was gonna ask actually whether or not you had considered shooting on a twenty four or not because. As we spoke to, I can't even remember what podcast guest we we're talking about, but it's been yeah. a couple of people who have been uh, shooting 35, but have been moving to the 24 because of the wider aspect ratio. Um, yeah. Wider aspect ratio? Is that the right term? Aspect ratio? The wider yeah. angle of you. Yeah, sorry. Um, and I find that quite interesting. Um, so yeah, so you're shooting 24, but it's your third choice. You're you're more around the 35. 35, 35, 50. There's like okay. two yeah. first ones. Yeah. And then 24, 24, and then possibly a 20. I, I was recently toying with a oh 20 mil uh-huh. lens, uh, which is amazing on the dance floor. And also Ooh, the yeah, way yeah. I like capture, I, I like this crazy action yeah. uh, dance floor stuff. That was actually my initial topic for... Right. Five. <laughs> Dude, that was supposed to be two years ago. So the, uh-huh. the, the initial idea for the conference was that every speaker was covering a different part of the day. Okay. And yeah. So I get to, I had, I was supposed to get to cover the, the dance floor stuff uh-huh. because like the way I captured the dance floor stuff is like the technical drugging the shutter, uh, yeah. which is a long exposure flash in the face photos but i have like a few tips and tricks uh that i make this really awesome <laughs> yeah like the, the, the funny thing is that these photos these photos that the dance floor photos they usually they they don't sell my service like right. they never sell my service because like people i first first of all i barely post them anywhere online yeah second of all for even on my website like obviously i show it if i show a full wedding or like a wedding blog but these are very hard to imagine being fun when you're not looking at your friends yeah you know what i mean yeah like if you look at random people drinking and having fun uh like you you don't you don't relate at all versus if you see random people on the top of the mountain, hugging each other, you can relate to that being like, oh, I want that. Could be me. You know, that could be me. Exactly. Right. Uh, But then, uh, on the other hand, many, many of my clients come back to me uh, after wedding being like, the the party photos? Oh, my God. (laughs) These are the most shared. These are the most cute in the galleries. These are, you know, because they see themselves, they see their friends having a lot of fun. And I do like to capture it again from super inside the action, yeah. so straight in the face of people yeah. yes. uh, from every possible angle. <laughs> of course, then I keep the, all, only the ones that, that, that are sensor, censored, let's say. Uh, I, I probably from each wedding, I could have a folder that could be used for harassing other people <laughs> online. <laughs> you know what I mean? This like, yeah, kind yeah. of <laughs> dangerous folder of like, okay, don't show this to any people. <laughs> Photos. Uh, but still, there's like plenty of these fun ones mm-hmm. for... Uh, and, and, and yeah, my couple say like, these are the, be- like, like back when we booked you, we didn't realize because like, this wasn't us, this wasn't our friends, this wasn't our family, but yeah. then for a client, for, for your clients, for your wedding clients, 
like almost everyone at the wedding is going to be their friends or family, right? Yeah. 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 So almost every crazy face on that party is going to be someone they know and love. And, and you know how people have approaches to parties after parties. This was epic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, we got so drunk. This was so cool. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. sort of how people like, uh, like party kind of binds people, right? Yeah. They, I feel like uh, it's also got that added benefit of like, oh man, what happened last night? Holy shit, look what you did last night. Look at this. Look oh my God. You look like such a well, fucking dream, yeah, man. And we've, yeah. we've experienced yeah, yeah. being photographed by you at a party. So we know the experience of <laughs> yeah. being there and then seeing the images after. And it's like, yeah. oh, they're brilliant. And I think on the last yeah. episode with you, you went into some detail of how you capture them. So if anyone is interested yeah. in that part of the day, mm. jump yeah, back yeah, and listen yeah. to that. So, are you, so, so that's also so 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 yeah. So I've and also at Thrive, uh, um, there's there's gonna be my talk. There's gonna be shoots, and during a shoot, I'm gonna also cover a part of this uh, cool. from you know like the real action, so people can actually see and try it. Because like yeah. it's funny because like this technique, like for me, it seems so easy. Maybe because I've been doing this for years, but like, people do struggle with, or I see a very simple mistakes of like why it doesn't work yeah. for certain people what, like I can I can do it straight away I can see the photo and be like hey you were too far away or like uh, yeah. oh I can see this lens is too tight or like yeah, yeah mm -hmm. this is like right away um, you can tell or you had the different settings so on so on yeah. so so that's going to be also my part so during a shoot and drive as well uh, the, the one part is going to be a couple shoot uh, and my goal is to showcase a some of uh, the way I use different lenses. Mm -hmm. um, but then I, I used to be a big tilt shift guy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm planning some tilt shift madness at Thrive nice. as well. All right. Cool. Um, Interesting. Have you, have you got so, like an actual tilt shift lens or do you do I, the, I wind, the lens whacking? I have or? an adapter as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have it all. <laughs> you have it all. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be so close. yeah, so I'm gonna sh sh also show how 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 to use them um, in a different ways because there are different ways of using tilt shift lenses. Like oh, yeah. one that the obvious one is having the blurred top oh, yeah. and the bottom, uh, which you can do in post. But then you can do different layers of focus, and yeah, you can play around with this. You can do a crazy flares. So um, yeah. so yeah, so that's the, that's mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun. I can't wait actually. Yeah. yeah, I've actually, I, I, so I, I, I love the look of a tilt shift, uh, but at the time when I was getting into it all, I was like, well, I don't want to do lens whacking because if we're shooting an elopement, I don't want any chance of any water or rain getting inside the sensor or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I bought myself a lens baby. Which is like a, yeah. a very cheap alternative to doing that kind of stuff, and I have I have a good time playing with it. So if anyone if anyone else is into like tilt tilt shift, uh, getting weird looking images out of your your videos or photographs, yeah, yeah try lens baby. It's a it's a cheaper option. Yeah, if you're it's, one to dabble, it's a nice option for for stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think yeah. that these like. Funny enough, even though like probably this is like one percent of photos or even less that <laughs> yeah. I shoot, that's. That's that's more probably than twenty or thirty of photos that I show on my Instagram, because uh, I yeah. just like the 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 specific look of it. And yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about that. Like the the hero shots of the couple on the mountain, 
when you yeah. are delivering them, what sort of reaction are you looking to invoke in the client and then also mm-hmm. in someone else viewing it as well, I guess? Yeah, yeah. so um, I do, it, it's also like part of, of, of my pricing brochure to be, to kind of educate people, how does that work? And your shots are awesome. And I show a lot of these. And the, the goal is that if someone books me, like usually like the, the photos, like let's say, oh, let me show you, I have a few of these uh, here. You see there, there is one. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's like. Uh, I think you pulled the cable out. <laughs> Five minutes later. We're back. Back to the hero shot. So like we, these are photos that couple ask for. Be like like they see this on Instagram and this is what they want in terms of of on their phone background or to hang um, on the wall. And the, the first photo I showed you, which was from, from Iceland, actually the, the couple booked me. Like if couple is getting married in Iceland or probably Sky on that like the same um topic mm-hmm. i i guess like they do it because they want that epic stuff yeah yeah that's that's what they want so so this is what you were supposed uh to, to give them and and of course probably like if we are talking maybe not allotment but full wedding days with their families and and guests and so on over time it became that it it, it like they start understanding, we start understanding as well, probably that the more important stuff is not that epic stuff is that friends and family and parents and people that might not be around us anymore in like 10, 20 years. Um, so my approach to actually a wedding delivery is that I, I do not limit number of photos. Okay. I call it, that I document the wedding, that my goal is to document the wedding and to give them as many good photos as I possibly shot. Of course, I remove all the, you know, duplicates and all those stuff. Um, The number of photos I deliver, I I say that it's at least 500, but usually it's over 800. Nice. Um, So in my contract is at least 500, but usually it's between 800 and 1,000. That's more than I used to shot since I switched to Sony's more photos are in focus, meaning more photos are, are actually, uh, you know, working, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, there's only a couple of hero shots or a portrait in that group of photos. The rest is everything else. Um, and yeah, I always call like when I speak with my clients and they ask like, should we do the getting ready? I'm like, it's, it's a one day in your life, like one day like this in your life. And probably in 10 years, you won't remember many of what was happening. And these photos will just help you. Like, like you look at these photos and, you know, bring back those moments, remembering how you felt that morning mm-hmm. when you were getting ready, uh, you know, with your friends and so So, yeah, I think that like, like all the documentary stuff is way more important uh, than the, the hero shots mm-hmm. themselves. But of course, it's very hard to sell. Yeah, to like photo of mom and dad of random people. Yeah, <laughs> again, like I think it's the same as the party photos. You know what I mean? Yeah, that people like can easily see, like thinking of their wedding photos. They can probably more relate to being like 
oh, I would love to have a portrait like this with a sunset in the Santorini, right? Uh, But if they look at photos of someone's parents, you know, hugging, they'd be like, random people. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like, but if they have a photo of their parents like this, that's something yeah. else. So, so there's a lot of educations that should, should I think, come from us wedding photographers uh, just to make people aware of, of how you do your stuff, yeah. uh, right? So, so no one has I, – um, so I kind of always say that if someone has um, – how to say that um, – if a client is unhappy with some sort of situation being like, Oh, I thought you would do this. Let's say I thought you'd do things this way. I thought you would, I don't know, pose me more or like tons of stuff. There could be during a wedding day. My answer to that is if there is a questions like that, there's usually prob like problem of your communication as a photographer to your couple. And it's on you. So if someone would say, I thought you would, I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, don't do black and white. Shit, I'm we, gone. We've lost your video again. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, oh, we can still the, hear uh, you. Mike is working, right? So I, I, think, think, I think your audio is now coming through your AirPods. Really? Oh. Before it was maybe. Yeah, possibly. Some, yeah. Possibly. Wait, okay, let's. Uh, but the video was way blank just again. Killed my, that's, not, that's the first time I'm doing such a long video yeah. on <laughs> oh, my. sorry. On my camera, um, can I switch? You can't change the viruses while recording. Says Riverside. Um, what can I do? Let's do one second. I think it might be just uh, overheating. Do I have overheat control here? Video, video, video. Wait one second. Uh, 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 power settings. No, it's not. What is going on? Okay. Oh, oh. we're back. There's some video. <laughs> does that, does that mean my audio got worse? It's changed Probably. a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed it and I was like, I think it's different. And I can see, I can see your inputs and outputs, and it says AirPods. Oh, my God! But it was, it was not the same, but it wasn't terrible. Like I didn't, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, yeah, the AirPods are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Cool. So yeah, so just coming back to 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 the, to the I think that like the communication is the key. Uh, yeah. and that's why I also vouch for my pricing board bro- brochures like a lot of stuff in it uh, just to make sure we're on the same page with, with the couple. Yeah. Do you think you have a different approach to a lot of other photographers? Do you think they don't do that as well? I do think photographers might struggle with communication. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's like, it's hard to say Like maybe they think the way I think, you know, that's like, but they don't communicate that that much i like i do hear a lot of that's weird because i do hear a lot of stuff you know in facebook groups like couple like photographers saying that couples they 
know, they don't want to pay or there's some problems. And I'm like, like how, like, how is that happening? Like I've never had a single problem. So maybe I was lucky, but then I think it does come uh, to the point that maybe some, some things were missed in between words, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think? Would you agree? What What do you guys think? I, I would agree. I, in fact, the when, so after the shooting at the old man with the couple, we were all at the pub together, and they were talking about um, Ollie and Steph's uh, CRM, and they were talking about how much they loved the fact that they were getting communicated with in such an mm-hmm. efficient fashion. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um, it was it was really interesting to hear it directly from the couple's point of view. Yeah, like and, like feedback straight from the couple in person. Yeah, unfiltered. Instead of just being like, oh, like you hardly ever hear from the couple saying, oh, the communication was great. Was so good. it was yeah, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. to hear it mm-hmm. straight away. There. That's that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also like I like I came back from a wedding January from Puerto Rico, and I had this couple from New York, and. Um, they like the bride after the wedding the bride um sent me a screenshot of a message she got from one person like the makeup artist or like her dresser guy mm-hmm. that was working that he sent her um a text um and was like hey, i just want to tell you i've been doing high-end weddings since 2002 and your wedding photographer was the best i've ever worked with hands down wow. and nice. i'm like like wow that's very nice like like it didn't like it wasn't sent directly to me it was sent to the bride yeah so it wasn't trying to you know be nice to me um so i kind of think that it was true (laughs) you know um but i was like actually i was surprised because i didn't think i was acting anything you know i don't know more of something that someone else would do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Some totally. things are like we think are natural the way we're doing things and we don't, we do not uh, have comparison because like I don't work with other photographers, but yeah. I, I actually did have a few occasions to work with other photographers last year. Mm-hmm. I, I did a few video gigs, like actually two only, not few, <laughs> but one I was, I was working with a photographer that I did not know a very random person to me. And I was so surprised of how that person approached things. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is weird. Like not, (laughs) it's not the way I would like that. Very nice. Not very communicative with the Uh couple, not very engaged with whatever they're doing. So that, that made me thinking that maybe not everyone does things like I do. I'm like, I'm 100% engaged with Like I love my couples. Like Mm -hmm. I do love my couples. It also comes down to the way how like my whole branding works and that enter the dragon yeah. talk, I'm going to do a swipe again. Oh yeah. So, so this is like the, the whole thing it, at the end of the day, uh, when I come to a bride preparations, getting ready stuff, like she knows me. Yeah. Like she yeah. knows me right away and her friends, they know me. That's the next level shit. You know, the, the, all the bison is like, it's magic from Poland. So, yeah, yeah. there's certain things definitely that are working. And I love how it works uh, because it makes me feel also comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
with what I'm doing, that's also, you know, very good feeling to have when you're yeah. shooting wedding. Yeah. Being, comf- yeah, being comfortable that I'm in the right place. I'm doing right stuff. People value what I do. Um, yeah. Definitely. Again, come to thrive. <laughs> Again, so, come to thrive. <laughs> so are you, are you dipping your toe into wedding filmmaking now? How, how did that come mm. about? Is mm. that because of the YouTube channel or is it because the cameras can do video? I think because the cameras can do video, that was the first one. Yeah. Cool. And I, I did a couple of times. I was really uh, into those super short videos that could be done next to you taking photos. You mean, you mean like just five seconds here, five seconds there and just yeah. make a quick montage. I liked it. I've never did, done it before, but I've liked it. And I've seen, n- not in Poland. I've never seen anyone doing this in Poland, but I've seen guys in the UK um, doing this like kind of two in one. Yeah. Uh, and it, was, it, it wasn't like a proper video filmmaking film. No, no slow motion, no <laughs> romantic stuff, just like yeah. a clips montage. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I was al- always like, interested in that. But then like this year, since like last year, sorry, since I was doing less weddings, I was like, Hey, I just want to try doing video. So I asked my friend that was photographer. Hey, are you shooting a wedding this week? Can I come? And I did like two of these and I liked it. It was fun. I was shooting like the, also I was testing a camera as well. So like say two in one, (laughs) two in one. Um, uh, I don't think this is like my path. Right. I'm more of, I'm definitely a photographer. That, that that's what I do. But uh, yeah, here and there, if I'm going to have occasion or time to just shoot a video, uh, like I'm enjoying that, definitely. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that's cool. Well, obviously you are a Sony ambassador, so you do have all the Sony kit, but since you, you've talked about the cameras being able to shoot video, like what, what do your cameras, what do your lenses help you capture? Wait, again, sorry, I didn't, I didn't get that. Basically, the the tools of the trades that we maybe take for granted the, these these amazing cameras, yeah. like why 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 would you recommend people use Sony? Oh, okay, get it. Uh, so, like, what I would recommend people is getting mirrorless cameras. Like, that's that's a game changer. Yeah. Like, I I cannot express this how much it changes the way I shoot and how much it changes the way I can interact with clients as well. So having a Sony mirrorless kit, so so right now I'm shooting two a seven, four cameras. It's, uh, it's crazy how sticky the out of focus can be, uh, which helps me uh, not thinking about out of focus at all. Yeah. And like, this is next level. So the way that I can photograph, not thinking of like, oh, is this going to be in focus? Is this going to be front focus? Is this going to be back focus? And then next step is the whole mirrorless thing. So being able to see exactly what your uh, final effect will be on the screen or in the viewfinder, which means you don't have to think about, is it going to be underexposed? Is it going to be overexposed? Are the exposures good? Like nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you have to think about is what frame do I want? How I want to frame this? And what do I want from my couple? Let's say if I'm shooting a portrait, I can interact with them 
having a frame interaction and all the technical stuff is distraction. I don't need this. I, the only thing I can change is the aperture being like, do I want more stuff in focus? Do I want less stuff in focus? They want that creamy bokeh or do I want, wait, 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 or do I want like super <laughs> sharp? Right. And I can see all the mess here. Shit. That was a bad idea. It looks better in bokeh. So this is it. This is what, like, this is exactly how I would photograph. I have a, aperture ring i'm just gonna switch I'm just gonna more focus less focus everything as you can see everything else stay exposed correctly <laughs> the camera oh, died no. again you touched Holy. the camera it's broken i touched the camera damn it <laughs> <laughs> so i do recommend you know the sony cameras they just turn off now and then i don't know why when you touch them, <laughs> I don't know what's the problem, man. Well, let's blame the Elgato no, no. Oh, he's gone again. <laughs> I, I, I think it might be too much for this camera. Wait, let's just give it. Don't podcast oh, with. Don't have long form conversational podcasts with the camera. Yeah, how long are we just? Uh, an hour and a half. So an hour far. and a half. So yeah. we're we're, we're going to wrap hour up. Don't worry, we're going to wrap up. Hopefully, hopefully we'll you're going to kill my camera, guys. <laughs> we've got, we've got like two more questions and then outro. <laughs> <laughs> two more questions. Okay, so um, we always like to ask if there's any book recommendations that our guests would recommend to our listeners, because um, obviously this podcast is educational based. Um, but we always like to encourage our, our listeners to go out there, um, garner some other influences. So do you have any, do you have any books that you've learned from in the past that you'd recommend? I, th- I think you embarrassed me enough the last time you asked about that. And I was like, I don't read books that much. Uh, or oh, yeah, I, I might have answered something. I, uh, yeah, the thing is back. I buy books. I don't read books. Okay. My the, the the recent one I got was the Financial Ninja book. I don't think it's right. it's translated to Polish uh, from Pol- it's, it's a it's a Polish sort of independent thing. But whatever you can find of managing your money, right? Like poor dad, something like that. That was yep, a, yep, like the yep. big one. Was like poor dad, something Rich else. Dad, dad. Poor dad. Rich dad, poor dad. That's it. That's it. Um, like I find that many, many, uh, photographers, let's say freelancers struggle with managing money. Uh, and, uh, because they, people like, we don't get money education, right? Financial, financial education in school, which is bizarre. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's what we are dealing with when we're adults. Right. I like, I, fucked up so many times on taxes <laughs> I had to learn from my own mistakes. Yeah. And now for like the last, I think the last two years, especially uh, could show people like how bad they're managing money can be uh, yeah. when you stop making money uh, in a certain point being like, Hey, I should get like a lot of people, you know, especially like, so let's say in our industry, I don't know how it was in UK and Poland was like, um, usually it is like you shoot wedding until let's say weddings until October. Then you add it until January. You have a pile of money. Uh, you have four months after start making 
more money with weddings. Mm -hmm. So you spend all that money within this four months being like, oh, I'm going to invest my new camera. I'm going to get this. I'm Mm going to get that. And then April, your wallet is empty. Probably March, your wallet is empty. But you're like, April is coming. (laughs) You know, the new bookings are coming. But then, bam, they're not coming. Mm. And what's... Yeah. Uh, And you're screwed. So, uh, yeah. So, like, the, the way... I like I took my financial st- financial stuff to the next level doing like the very very crazy detailed excel sheets dividing uh, my incomes to be like this is my company's money this is my money this is the money I need for this is so, like dividing into the piles different piles so I have like probably five or six different cards and this one I pay only for this this one is I pay only for that like to help me manage stuff well and not you know exceeding being like oh i spent too much on this or i spent too much on that because it's easy especially if we're thinking this is company stuff like like we said uh, that was before we were recording i told you i didn't buy a new laptop because i bought a car that was responsible decision (laughs) based on my excel sheets probably three years ago i would buy a car and a laptop Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know know what i mean because you think like why not? You have money or you have, but then, so the way my, my Excel works, it does show me the cash flow for the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. And it does show where you get possibly if, if I will now input in my Excel sheet that right now I will spend 5,000 euros on a new MacBook M1 X Pro eight terabytes SSD. <laughs> it will show me that probably somewhere around November, I'm I'm going, you know, uh, down the water. Yeah, possibly. You know what I yeah. mean. So, but like right now, my goal is like 12 months in front to have to have security, being like, hey, whatever, ha- like, like whatever happens, I'm good. Mm. Uh, I'm good until until this point, and then building, building a bigger pillows. Let's say, do you have this this phrase pillow? A safety the blanket, financial pillow, safety. We call it safety. We call it pillow. A, a lot of bedding safety references. Pillow. Sounds yeah. very comfortable. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so anything that you like. So, if I can recommend any, like anything to read, uh, this is the one to go. Like yeah, stuff yeah. about financial stuff, yeah. investor having having some money in the bank to to feel more secure, especially for young, let's say, entrepreneurs. Uh, because the, the, you know, the older dinosaurs, like we are, we, we probably learned it all hard way many times yeah, over the last 10 years of doing what we, yeah, yeah, what we're doing. But when you're young, it's very easy to just go crazy, buy a new lens, buy a new camera. Yeah. Um, by the way, buy a new lens, buy a new <laughs> camera, especially Sony ones. No, I'm joking. Um, make your responsible decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good, decisions. good piece of advice for the book recommendation section because <laughs> recently we've been speaking to people and it's been like photography books and other sort of directions but mm. the financial thing especially after the last couple of years in the pandemic yeah when it's wiped people out and you have to have been sensible with money to have got through that or yeah, yeah. so yeah definitely totally. look at your finances and learn a bit more about that as well mm. Or, yeah, if there's, uh, or like, find someone who will. Financial ninja. Or find someone who will. Exactly. <laughs> Get yourself a Greg. <laughs> so last question that we like to ask in the recent episodes is, what's your one 
must know piece of advice other than learn your finances for newcomers to the industry? I I'd say uh, if if you're new newcomer, okay, starting out, uh, get play the numbers game. Like do everything you can, and you have power to. If you're young, you probably don't have to sleep that much as we old people do. Uh, no, go crazy. Like seriously. Like this is if if you want to you know succeed or like grow your business to the point that it's stable or financially happy for the next few years, you have to hustle. There's like no workarounds, right? You have to hustle. So it's better to hustle now when you're starting out, when you're young, uh, when you have power to do, or even um, not excitement to do it as well, right? If you're starting out, this is more exciting than if you've been doing this for years. Yeah. Uh, so go crazy on TikTok, go crazy on Instagram, do those reels, do those, this is my age, this is my like everything that brings people to you, everything that spreads your audience that, you know, gets the, the wider audience is like, is the way to go. There's, there's no bad things to do. Like do the Google rank thing, go be first on Google page, do the submissions. I don't even know if wedding blogs and magazines exist. I haven't <laughs> been doing this for years. They I don't even exist. know, but if they do <laughs> but, yeah. submit your work contests, Submit your work, like everything you can. You, do you have stuff, friends that are wedding planners? Do style shoots. You don't have wedding planners, friends? Make friends with wedding planners. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. go to local, you know, events. Like do everything you can. If this is your year that you're starting out, 2022, let it be your year. Like you have to be everywhere. Yeah. Like be everywhere if you have power. Go to every single event in your town. Come to Thrive if you're in Glasgow or Brighton. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, meet people. Uh, organize style shoots. Play the numbers game. That's my advice. Yeah, definitely. Don't be old and jaded like Magic here or Greg. <laughs> like magic. Or me. Look, oh look. no. <laughs> but look at my look at look at my branded bottle. Oh hell yeah. Oh nice. That lovely it's ginger and lemon ore. Uh, <laughs> Magic, thank you very much for, for joining us uh, for the second time on the Perspective Podcast. Uh, we are very much looking forward to seeing you again at Glasgow. Um, but for the people who want to find you online, where can people find you? Magic Wedding Photographer. That's Everywhere. Yep. MagicWeddingPhotographer.com Magic Wedding Photographer Instagram <laughs> Magic Wedding Photographer TikTok uh, Magic Wedding Photographer YouTube uh, Yeah everywhere at magic wedding photographer not twitter i don't have twitter no we don't have twitter either i don't actually. hassle on twitter yeah yeah uh and people can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk on instagram facebook at forward slash cinematefilms like we said brighton and glasgow so the 21st to the 22nd of uh, march is brighton the 24th the 25th in glasgow You'll get six incredible speakers talking to you, educating your ear holes. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a beautiful event. Shoot sessions with those individuals so you can see your heroes in action. You get lunch and snacks provided, obviously. Uh, it's also held in some pretty cool boutique hotels. Um, uh, yeah, the Citizen M in Glasgow. I can't remember what it is in Brighton. That's Don't know. shocking. Uh, but... 
two very cool hotels. You get some cool goodie bags and a chance to hang out with your industry pals. So definitely get your tickets and come along to Thrive. See us there. See all the speakers there. Say hello to Lisa Devlin. Congratulate her on her Hasselblad heroines. Again, fucking good job. We hope you loved this episode. And if you did, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by cinema for as little as a pound you can support the podcast and for the price of a coffee every month you get access to all of our q a's and any other bonus content um will be there as well if you don't have any money to give that's absolutely fine you can hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and get the podcast for free if you can leave a review you can leave a review. That would be uh, very much so. I actually don't use Spotify. Greg informed me the other day that you can't leave a review on Spotify. No. I so, think it's only Apple Podcasts, which nobody really uses anymore. I use Apple so Podcasts. It's a bit outdated. I use <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Really? But if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Or a, a, a review. Um, I use Apple Podcasts. Really? Yes. Fuck you, Greg. Oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spotify is for music, not podcast, man. (laughs) Um, However, (laughs) in the meantime, don't just survive, thrive.